0: Let's get an update now on our ride-hailing situation here in this province. We don't have enough taxis for everybody to get a ride. Those resulted in long lineups. Now for, I guess, years, I was going to say, is years an exaggeration? No, it is not an exaggeration. For years now, we have talked about bringing in more choices for people. and That would mean ride-hailing apps. We know that Uber and Lyft are kind of in the process of doing that, right? Last week, we talked about how both of those companies uh, are encouraging people to get that Class 4 designation. So that they can get up and running and hire people when this fall they expect to be able to do that. But there is a company that kind of has been doing this already, it's called Cater. It's been operating as a quasi kind of ride hailing service for some months. You may have seen those cars around. I've seen a couple of them. Well, the company has announced that it will soon be applying to operate as a full uh, ride hailing service this fall. The CEO of Cater, Scott Larson, joins us now to talk more about this. Scott, thank you very much for being here.
1: Thank you, Simi. I appreciate it. Uh,
0: first of all, how does Cater operate? What is it exactly?
1: So right now we operate as a uh, as a hybrid model, which is a combination of A service licensed under a taxi model, because that's the only way that we could officially launch here earlier this spring, but the service only available through the app. So you log in with the app, of course, similar to what people have used before, and your starting point, your destination, and within a few minutes, you'll be able to see a car come towards you in five minutes, four minutes, three minutes, similar to what everyone else has used around the world.
0: Okay, so then how are you different from Uber or Lyft at this point?
1: Because of the current regulation model in, in D.C., the only way that we could actually start to operate launch earlier this spring was under a taxi license. So our our cars are officially licensed as taxis, but the services are only available through the app. So it is a bit of a hybrid model that we think combined the best of both and, in fact, allowed us to start offering the service in the end of March.
0: Do all of your drivers have a Class 4 license?
1: All of our drivers have a Class 4 license, yes.
0: And how many cars do you have on the road right now?
1: Right now we have 35 cars in BC, uh, in Vancouver.
0: In and that's Vancouver. just in the Vancouver area?
1: That's just in the Vancouver area right now.
0: And do you plan on expanding?
1: Well, we plan on, on being part of the ride-hailing service as it gets uh, rolled out later this fall. So this is the key thing that we announced earlier today, which is we're going to be expanding our model. It was, always, it was always the vision, but we're making it, uh, we're making it formal today, which is we're going to keep our 35 cars operating in Vancouver that we already have, and we're going to be part of the ride-hailing process as it gets rolled out later this fall.
0: Now, Scott, how are you allowed as cater to pick and choose which taxi regulations then that you follow? Like normal taxis would also, you know, be able to pick up people on the street. How can you choose not to do that?
1: Well, we can, with our current cars, we can offer whatever type of service we wanted. And and in fact, we allowed people to um, call for for a car, call for a, a ride through the app. And so it's it's licensed as a taxi, if you will, in terms of pricing and some of the other safety features that the uh, government mandates on taxis. But in terms of the service and, and uh, how you how you dispatch a car, if you will, it's only through the app. It's, it's, uh, it's not picking and choosing. It's, it's providing the best service that people are looking for.
0: So are you saying then there's no actual regulation that says, oh, you have to also be available to pick up people on the street?
1: Yeah, there are no regulations that say that. If, if, if um, a taxi doesn't want to pick someone up, of course, this has been one of the issues in the past. They've chosen not to. The difference that we've been able to offer, which is once someone uh, got in the car or once the ride was booked, the driver couldn't turn it down. And so it, um, it, it solves some of the problems, I think, that people, particularly in Vancouver, have experienced in the past.
0: Now, have so did you, like, you've you got 35 licenses then, but you've got like taxi licenses.
1: These are taxi-licensed vehicles available through the app. Yeah, that's right.
0: Okay, so essentially those licenses could actually be taxis. Like, we could have 34 more taxis on the road if we didn't have Cater.
1: Well, I think the government might be looking at the number of taxi licenses that they're going to have here in the Lower Mainland. That's a separate conversation. are not part of that. Um, so I don't, I don't know what the Passenger Transportation Board is is going to do on that aspect, but we have 35.
0: Okay. Have you had a problem finding drivers then with all the requirements? Cause we heard last week that Uber and Lyft said, Oh, this is really onerous. How has cater found it? We
1: haven't had some of those issues. We've been working at this for the last six months, of course, putting together a driver pool. Uh, I know I've heard some of those reports from, from other people saying that they find this too onerous and class four and all the rest of it. We, we support it, to be honest, anything that improves safety for passengers is a good thing. Uh, anything that, um, you know, provides a better experience, and in our opinion, both for driver as well as passenger, is a good thing. So we haven't we haven't had some of those issues that other people are talking about.
0: Now, do you have any statistics for Cater on usage? Like, how many people are are using this app?
1: Yeah, so we're not getting too deep into that. We launched in a in a very closed beta earlier this spring. We opened it up a couple weeks after that. Uh, what we are saying that right now, over the last number of months the usage download as well as trips is growing at about 15% week over week. So the demand is there. The service level is good. I read every single comment that comes in. It's about 97% positive. So I think we're happy with those numbers and we're happy to see where it goes.
0: Okay. And so do you, um, do you know like how long the average wait time is? Like if you open it up and see, okay, I can, I can get a, a car. How long does somebody have to wait to get a car?
1: It depends on, on time of day where you are. Um, the goal is to always get a ride within six or seven minutes. Sometimes it's within two or three and sometimes it might be within eight or nine minutes. But um, it depends a little bit on demand and, and, you know, that's one of the things we kind of struggle with, of course, is getting getting rides faster. It's not unusual, but uh, it's it's usually in the six or seven minute range.
0: Do you think that Cater then can compete against the big guys, the Uber and Lyft?
1: We think we can. Um, you know, Certainly, we have the driver pool, and we continue to 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 add that, add to that. I think the uh, the customer experience, the you know the experience that people have when they when they take a ride is good. Uh, it's positive, and so we welcome it. To be honest, it's uh, we don't know what the exact regulations are going to look like when they get rolled out later this fall in terms of fleet size and a few of the other details. But uh, we're excited to see where it goes. And, and in fact, one of our mandates has been to use some of the existing infrastructure buses, um, shared car services, public transportation, as part of how we move people around. And so there is there are some things that differentiate us from the other people there as well.
0: Yeah, are you concerned about the competition for drivers, though, right? Because all your drivers already have Class 4. Are you worried that people might go, well, maybe I want to work for Uber or Lyft?
1: Well, if there's demand there, if if there's demand there, then I think drivers will sign up. And, you know, if they need to get the Class 4, they'll get it. And if they... if uh, if there's demand for people wanting to get rides home or go from point A to point B, then for sure drivers will go through the time it takes, which isn't really that onerous. It's it's you know it's a couple hundred dollars and you have to take a test, but people will get it in order to uh, add this to the income and 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 be part of the gig economy. I don't I don't think it's it's reasonable to say that uh, class four is going to kill ride hailing. It hasn't in other jurisdictions. It uh, it adds another la- layer of um, safety for passengers, and, and it's, it's, you know, it's a small feature.
0: Okay, and so when is Cater going to be expanding then?
1: So uh, the process that the government has laid out is anybody can apply for a license, a transportation network license, in, in uh, August, and then they will announce who, who is accepted in September, and then any time after that, within a few weeks, Anytime after that, the service can be started to roll out. So our plan here at Cater is to uh, be part of that process, applied certainly, and begin to provide service throughout the lower mainland as well as other parts of, of B.C. mid-fall time frame.
0: So it sounds like, though, Scott, like this whole landscape when it comes to ride hailing is going to change in the next couple of months pretty quickly.
1: It's certainly changing, and it's, it's overdue in our opinion. It's overdue. We're excited to be part of it. We were, we were glad that we were able to launch early this spring and start to build up some market awareness and put together some of the data points that tech companies like us need. And most importantly, of course, provide the level of service that, that people are looking for. It is all going to change. It is all going to change this fall. I think companies are going to decide if they want to be part of it or not. Cater certainly will be. And so we look forward to that.
0: All right. Listen, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks, Amy. I appreciate it. Yeah, I appreciate that. That's Scott Larson, the CEO of a company called Cater.